Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, everybody you are listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey <laughs> got a radio show you know today i was thinking of uh what i would say today and it, and it just dawned on me this way and i just want to share this with everybody listening you've got to get some help to make it through life i cannot imagine where i would be if it was not for the help of my god if it wasn't for his grace and mercy If I did not have the ability to lean on him in all the times I've had to lean on him, which has become a daily basis, I have no idea where I would be. But clearly, I know for a matter of fact, I would not be here today. You have got to get some help to get through this thing called life. I am begging you to look into it, man. You've got to form a relationship with God. Without a relationship with God, This thing called life is daunting at times. I don't care who you are. I know I'm speaking the truth right now because, listen, no matter who you are, what job title you have, what aspirations you may have, I don't care what your educational background is or is not. It does not matter. If you don't get a real relationship going on with God, I don't see how you can make it. So many people are faking and fronting out here like they got it going on and you don't know. And you really don't know how many people that you think in your neighborhood had it going on because you saw a car pull up in the driveway or their house look bigger or the grass is cut nicer. And you only find out that a foreclosure sign on their house, too. 
See, you don't know. The mask that people put on to parade around in is for appearance sakes. So a lot of people you looking at that you think got it going on, who might be the pattern of success that you want to trace, you got to be real careful with that because it may not be as it appears to be. But one thing is for sure, no matter what's going on in your life, I know that behind whatever mask I'm wearing, or I realize that no matter what the appearances may be, that on the other side of me, I'm going to be just fine. See, you may be outwardly people hating on you, talking about you, dragging your name through the mud. Look, man, people can say stuff about you. Most people talking about you don't even know you. They just participating in it. You can have that appearance going on. But behind you, within you, if you have a relationship with God, it don't matter because you can be all right. I've seen it get real stormy on the outside for me, but on the inside, I just had the feeling I was gonna be all right. See, that's what the relationship gives you, man. It gives you the confidence to know that the things that you're going through are temporary, that it's just a space that you happen to be in. Like I said the other day, you gotta remember something. The road to success is always under construction. You might as well get ready for that. If you're planning on changing, getting better, doing something about your health, if if you decide, hey, look, I just would like to live a longer, more prosperous life, or hey, I want to make X amount of dollars, or hey, man, I'm going to stop staying out in these streets and I'm going to come home and treat my family the way they ought to be treated. I don't care what decision you make. When you strike out on that road to success, it's under construction, partner. There's barrels out there. There's wide turns. There's detours. You know, it's, it's, it's men out there holding signs saying, slow down. Sometimes they put the stop sign up. You got to wait and watch people go by you on the other side. Then before you can take off again. You've all been on the road with construction on it. It can be so frustrating. And the whole time you on that road, I know when I'm on the road with, under construction, I'm always thinking of an alternative path. I ain't ever sat in traffic under construction, man, and thought of if I get off on this exit, where would it take me? Not knowing, but just, man, could I keep moving if I go that way? That's a dangerous thing sometimes, see. Because oftentimes when we get off the road of success and we take that other path, we get further and further off course. Because wasn't no detour sign for that. Just a decision I made on my own because I don't like sitting here. Sometimes I don't have the patience I ought to have. So I've taken some what I thought might be shortcuts. But I got to tell you something. Ain't no shortcuts on the road to success. Even the detour signs wind up taking you a little bit out your way and loop back around. I remember one time I was coming from Las Vegas. And uh, there was an uh, some type of chemical spill in a truck. And uh, you could almost see the smoke up ahead, very faint. So they detoured us through the desert, and we had to go all the way around. And I drove, man, like an hour and a half out of the way. And when, when they entered us back on the freeway where we were to go back to L.A., soon as I got at that exit to get back on the freeway, I looked right there, and there the accident was. Now, 
It was an hour and a half, an hour 45, all the way around in that desert to get back to almost the same place. But it was the best way to go because, see, that was the route to take. And that's what you got to understand about trying to make the right decision to be successful, that the road to success is always under construction. You're going to have to go around a little bit. So quit, stop being impatient with, I don't want to go around. I'm going to go this way. You go that way if you want to. Just follow the detour signs. See, because somebody that came up this road before, you have. Somebody done traveled the road already, and they took the way around. And yeah, it seemed like it's a longer way, and you want to make that other decision. But stay on the road to success. It's under construction, man. That's just the way it goes. Don't lose your patience and try to create a shortcut for yourself. I'm going to go away. Ain't nobody ever gone. Wait, hold up, partner. You really think you're going to do that? Listen, there's oftentimes a lot of rewards when you go the least travel path. But the road to success is the least travel path. That's what you keep getting mixed up. You keep thinking if you go another way. No, no. Stay on the road to success. That is the least travel path. It's under construction. You can go out there with your, with your machete if you want to. Talking about cutting new trails. You think the road to success is under construction. Take the other route and get that machete out and see how long you be out there trying to cut a path. Sometimes, man, you you just got to stay patient. The road to success has been traveled before by millions of people in front of you. Everybody that had some setbacks in life. But don't get off the road of success just because you having some setbacks, just because you see some orange barrels up, just because there's some men out there with vests on. What that got to do with you? Everybody. Everybody that's trying to be successful is on that road. Your relationship with God helps you guide yourself around the barrels. It helps you have the patience to go around that way. He gonna get you back where you gotta be, but you got to go out there so you can learn some things. See, you need God to make it in life because the road to success is always under construction. He calms you down when the barrels is up. He lets you know it's going to be all right. He rewards you with the patience to finish because he's going to get you right back where you need to be and you can get on with where you was going, okay? All right, y'all. We're going to try that today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is upon us. The three musketeers are here. This is what it was back in the early days anyway. It was just us three. Carla's on vacation. Junior's on vacation. J. Anthony Brown has a uh, unrelated work uh, detail that we can't even. We don't know, ladies and gentlemen. They are here, tres amigos, on the toit, a file de Finaldo and Rallo, the three musketeers, Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve. <laughs> Nephew Tony. Hola. Top, top. Uncle Steve, Shirley That's Strawberry, it. the we here. original. Yeah. Let's... So how you feeling? Oh, baby. Well, I'm good. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah, a little low energy this morning, but I'm trying to find it, though. Mm-hmm. From, You'll find it. To find... Ah, yeah, just one of them mornings, man. That's all. But I ain't got time for that. Too many people counting on me to wake them up in the morning, put them in a good mood, get the spirit out here rolling. So therefore, I am what I am. I am a morning man. That's right. Make no mistake about it. And you 
get to come to work today. And I got to come in here today, man. <laughs> and that's a blessing. So here it, it is. is. What's up, fool? Huh. In here. In there like swim well. Like right in there like that. That's how mm-hmm. I mean. Up in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> swim, that, swim well that's been on the beach. Y'all. Yeah. Like a wedgie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm talking about on the, on the beach. I'm about to take my wife to see Usher this weekend. That's what she want to do. She wanna oh, in Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, he has a yeah. residency there. Yeah. Just I saw him on Instagram. Usher Rolling. got a great show, man. Yeah, he's on roller skates on stage, everything. He's pulling out all the stuff. Okay. Yeah. All that and that. singing at the same time? Yes. Yeah, he, he ain't got yes. to do that. Anybody come to see you skate up. It looked good, Steve. <laughs> you would like it. Oh, he can probably do it. To yeah. his music and everything. You oh, okay, know. yeah, that's probably good. But you mm-hmm. slipped on one. Well, he ain't going to make it every night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, He's not planning on slipping. Ah, we don't plan on that. Not on roller skates. <laughs> you know, he wasn't them good, speed though. devils, too. Skate. You know, yeah. he, like, he like motorcycles and jet skis. He's a speed devil. He, yeah. loves, he loves that. Yeah, he's a little Everything devil. I like is big and slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now, yeah. I like big, slow cars, big, slow money, <laughs> big, slow banks. But yes, uh, when you were big, slow age, ass people. And younger, you liked it fast. You no, never I didn't. liked fast. You didn't? Oh, you always Been wanting liked big and slow my whole life. First car I ever wanted that I really wanted was uh-huh. a Fleetwood Brown. <laughs> Four dough. Yes, sir. Cause it's wow. big and it drives slow. Really? You never liked a sports car or anything? Ferrari? Lamborghini? I ain't never want, no, uh, I don't no, want no, none no. of that. Can't nobody about no Corvette, none of that. No, can't nobody about that, dog. Can't about that. <laughs> I didn't know that. No, uh, look, look at my cars. Yeah, all your cars. You're what right. I buy? Big. I buy big, big ass cars. Big, big cars, slow yeah. ass cars. <laughs> all right. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we're... We're going to ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time for Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building. This one's from Nikki in Charleston, South Carolina. Before you read it, we're going to ask everybody to pay attention. Go ahead, Shirley. Okay, everybody. Uh, Tommy. Uh, My brother and his wife came to visit me for the 4th of July. My brother barbecued, and I invited a few of my friends, my close friends. My brother does not like the guy I'm dating, so I didn't invite him. Instead, I took him a plate afterwards. When I got back home, my brother yelled and screamed about me going out of my way to make sure a grown man ate. He told me that I've got the dating roles reversed, and I need to fall back and let the man lead. How do I fall back but still let this guy know that I like him? I don't really think you did anything wrong by taking your guy that you're dating a plate. Mm -hmm. Uh, The problem is your brother don't like him for whatever the reason. Now, I don't know if it's because you're his sister and he don't think nobody's good enough for you or he just got a bone to pick with this guy. Mm -hmm. But either way, you already didn't invite the guy over because your brother was there. And you know, he don't like him. So you took him a plate. Now he all mad at you for taking him a plate, but you like the guy. He has to respect the fact that you like him. Now, what you should do is find out from your brother why he don't like him so yeah. much. Because yeah. now maybe your brother knows something you don't know. Mm-hmm. 
screaming and yelling. That and maybe you need the same information that he has because he may have some information as a man because we do have information as men about other men that women overlook because you think he's cute. Well, your brother don't think he's cute. Yeah. Well, he didn't say break just... up with the guy. He just said fall back and let the man lead. Lead know? what? He, she took him a plate. <laughs> yeah, but, but y'all, what y'all don't understand is this is a plate of ribs. That's what this is. I know when people get mad when it's ribs. This is ribs. You know, don't nobody like ribs. You leave, take ribs out of my house. You taking the wrong thing. That's not supposed to be on a to-go Surely. plate. I'm just All right. Saying. So moving Surely. on. Surely. Yes. It's ribs. So why moving we on. Other people right here. <laughs> Go ahead, Shirley. <laughs> Billy in Kingston, Jamaica says, I'm a 31-year-old married woman and I fell at work three years ago. For the past three years, I've been in a legal battle to get reimbursed for my medical expenses. I finally got my settlement and I put it in a new account that my husband doesn't know about. Keeping this a secret is the only way for me to keep my mooching mother-in-law from begging us for money. Is it okay to have a private account or should we combine all of our money? Good question. Yeah. Nah. Nah, sometimes you got to have your own. I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't going to lie to you. As a matter of fact, I recommend married people have their own bank account. I've said it many times on this show. Now, you've gotten your money from this account, but if you put it in the bank and that mother-in-law find out, she going to beg him out of it, and he going to give it to her because that's his mother. So it's best that you keep it over there. And go on and just show up with your little purses and shoes and, you know, hair and all this hair. Just have him wondering where you got it from. That's probably the best way. Shoes and hair. That's what you're going to spend the wow. money on. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Adriana. And maybe some ting. <laughs> Adriana in uh, San Diego says, I'm 44 years old and I just found out that I messed around with my 46-year-old uncle. I didn't grow up with my dad in my life, but we started getting to know each other when I was in my late 30s. We were going through family pictures and I saw a familiar guy's face and asked who he was. My dad said the guy is his youngest brother, Gavin. I was mortified. I called Uncle Gavin to tell him we're related, and he couldn't believe it either. Do I tell my daddy that I used to mess around with his little brother? Oh, my God, no. Probably shouldn't do that. (laughs) No. You and Gavin got to quit seeing each other. Uh, Cut it off. Because what you can't do is get pregnant. I can tell you that right (gasps) now. So I think you and Gavin need to just come to terms with it. He couldn't believe it. You couldn't believe it. But you are, and you have to stop seeing him because that's too close. That's your daddy's brother. You cannot get pregnant. No, that's way too messy and crazy. Now, it happened. Nobody knew. Mm -hmm. God will forgive you for that. You didn't know. You didn't know. You didn't know. Ride it off, y'all. Yeah, but y'all got to break up right now. Ooh, immediately. You know, now, hey, right. let me holler at you one more time just to say goodbye. That ain't finna work. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Cause he might say that. Uncle Gavin might say that. Look who's quiet on this one. Ooh, Uncle, you bring it. Uh oh. I spoke too <laughs> <That's> soon. <right. laughs> Devon. <That's right. laughs> Moving on, Devon and Toledo. <laughs> Devon and Toledo says. Shut up, Tommy. My girlfriend and I have been dating since 2018, and she's a great woman with a great personality. The only problem is that she's still very afraid of getting COVID-19. 
even though we're both vaccinated and uh, very careful when we're in public. She is a germaphobe and she washes her hands a million times a day. The worst part is she makes me wear a mask while we're making love and yes. that's uncalled for. I'm ready to take a break from her if she doesn't stop this behavior. Please tell me how to handle this. Mm. Well, that mask with you making love, that's kind of rough. That's difficult, isn't it? Yeah, that's What's wrong with that? rough right there. Hard to breathe? What's the matter with <laughs> He might want to kiss. I'm not just saying. You yeah, know. you think? You know, People still want to breathe. People huh? still kissing? <laughs> yeah. Who is hey, man. kissing out there? Hey, 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 hey hold on. <laughs> Why don't you uh, stop acting like Jansen Bryant and back up off your Zoom a little bit? Because we can see up in your nostrils. Man. <laughs> you get up on that. Man, you too close, Jay. <laughs> but you know what? You're right, Tommy, about the kissing, though. He is. He's got a point there, Steve. They've he been does. dating since 2018. I what know. point well, he got? About the kissing, about the kissing. Oh, what? Like they Punk, used to Don't anymore. nobody kiss no more, man. Yeah. It, ain't, it ain't happening like that. A lot of people don't because of COVID. Y'all might as well start kissing. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look. <laughs> Thank you, CLO. Coming up next, it's Run That Prank Back with the Nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with our national news. In entertainment news, Kanye's new album will be released tomorrow. I know you're waiting on that. And this is a bad part, though. It includes a diss track, um, you know, a diss track that he did about Kim Kardashian, his soon-to-be ex-wife. And uh, J-Lo politely shut down Hoda Kotb on the Today Show. We'll talk about all these stories, but right now it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? About to turn your lights off. About to turn your lights off. Let's go. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to find Gerard, please. Yeah, this is Neff. Hey, Gerard, how you doing? This is uh, Mason, man. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that turns the lights on and off if you haven't paid your bill. And I'm okay. over here at your house. I'm, I'm actually getting ready to turn the, the lights off, but I'm trying to, uh, it's a courtesy call we're supposed to give. If people can pay their bill before we turn them off, then we collect and we keep moving. You say, you say who, who you who are you again? I'm Mason. Electric? Exactly, sir. And you say you're about to do what? I'm, I'm getting ready to turn the lights off because the bill hasn't been paid. I'm getting ready to turn the power off. Are, are, are you here at the house? No, I'm at work. Okay. Well, listen, is there anyone at the house that can make a payment? Make a payment? The payment right now that I have is $221.36. Is that right? For what? The electric? For the electric bill. Yes, sir. No, no, sir. No, sir. No, no. There's nobody at the house, and I don't think I owe that much. Well, that's what I have right now, $221.36. Now, see, see, my wife, she already paid that, see. Okay. Well, I, they don't have a record of that. I'm in your driveway right now. I'm getting ready to turn this thing off but, until a payment has been made. Well, see, there's, there's nobody home right now. Okay, well, if no one is here, then I have to follow through and continue and, and go ahead and, 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 and turn the power off until everything is rectified. Oh, 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 oh. you in my driveway? I'm in your driveway. Sir, so is there anyone here? Or how far are you from here? I'm at work. I can't get off right now, but you got to get out my driveway. No, no, sir. I'm not going to be able to leave your driveway until I actually turn... The power off. Can't turn my power off. I got food in the refrigerator. My kids got fish that, you know, come on, man. 
Well, what do, what do you mean you got fish? What does that mean? I can be there in 30 minutes to give you the cash right now. Sir, what, 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 what do you mean when you say you got fish? Fish, fish tank. Oh, a fish tank. You have a fish tank? Okay, well, sir, I, I, I understand that, but... Uh, sir, I'll be there in 30 minutes. You stay right there. Don't touch nothing, okay? Sir, I can't, I can't be here 30 minutes. I can't wait that long. 30 minutes, I'll be there with cash, and I'll pay you, what is it, 200, what? what is we, don't, we don't accept cash, sir. We're going to need a money order. I don't have time to go to. I'll be there with the cash, 30 minutes. I can't take cash. Are you listening to me, sir? Are you listening to me? I'm listening to you. I can't take cash. I need a money order. I'll be there in 30 minutes, okay? Sir, I have to cut. I have to turn your power off if you're not here. I give everybody 10 minutes. 10 minutes where they can pay it, or we can actually turn it off. Now, you tell me what you want me to do. I'm going to call my wife real quick, all right? Real quick. Sir, I don't have time to call you. I don't I don't have time for that. First of all, sir, you, you, I'll get me upset. My wife don't mess up bills, okay? First of all, okay? Okay, if she doesn't mess up bills, then what the hell is going on? I don't know. I'm going to call her real quick. We'll get this straight, okay? Okay, well, sir, I don't have real quick time. What we have to do right now is I have to do this. I have to either turn your power off, you get it turned on. Now, listen, I can come back and turn this thing right back on next week. It'll be a $150 penalty. Oh, no, but to, to reconnect me. First of all, you need to get the out of my yard, first of all. So I call your supervisor. Sir, I'm here because I'm supposed to be here. I'm here because you haven't paid your bill. I'm going to call my wife and go get this straight right now. I'm here because you haven't paid your bill. I paid my bill. My wife paid my bill. Well, how do you know she paid it? Because you don't know a damn th- You don't know anything. Who are- Hold up. Sir, trust me. My wife paid the bill. It's a mistake in your system. Get out of my yard now. Are you at... Avenue. Yeah, that's correct. But what, I'm in. I'm in. The, then I'm in the right place, sir. And you haven't paid your bill, and I've been ordered to turn it off. I tell you what. Tell you what. Tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be there in 30 minutes. I'm, I'm not gonna be, gonna be here. I'm not gonna be here in 30 minutes. Okay? Gonna, are you? Are you listening? I'm turning this off in the next five minutes. Do not touch my. A wife paid the bill. Leave my left. Your wife hasn't paid the bill. Now maybe your wife is out lallygagging, doing something else. Whoa, 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 whoa! First of all, you keep her, keep her out of this, all right? Okay. You're the one that brought her in. You're the one that keeps telling listen. me what she has done and what she hasn't done. Listen, listen, keep my hey. That's why I draw the line. I'll be there in 30 minutes. Me and you can talk. Right, I'm, I'm not going to continue to go back and forth with you, sir. I don't have 30 minutes. You got I got 10 minutes. Up, you understand up. me? I got to. I'm, I'm going to leave right now. I'm going to get the car right now, okay? I'll be there in 30 minutes. Sir, I don't have 30 minutes. I'm turning it off. You can call downtown and get uh, headquarters to turn it back on, and we'll come back out here, and it's a reconnect fee for $150. So I got to come up with 300 Oh, hell no. Listen, Sir, listen, your listen. bill is 200 and something dollars, and that's going to be a $150 reconnect fee. That's some What the No, hell no, that's a, Hey, I'll be there in 10 minutes, this Okay, well, sir, I, 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 and I've told you before, you have five minutes to get here. No, I, listen, listen, listen. Let me call my neighbor real quick. Hold on, let me call. Let me, hold up. Let me call. I, I don't have time for you to click over and call other people, sir. Is there somebody that can give me a money order right now? Yeah, yeah. Right now, I can get you a money order. In, in five minutes. Okay, now who's going to do that? I don't know. I call my wife. I told you, your wife is the reason why you're in this situation. I'm going to report you to your supervisor. How are you going to report me when I'm out doing my job? You should report your wife for not doing what she's supposed oh, to be doing. Hey, oh, listen, listen. I don't listen. care what you say. If Do you want your lights on or off when you get here? I want my lights on. When the f*** do you have lights on? Your lights are getting turned off in the next two minutes because your wife didn't pay the damn bill. I'll tell you. Excuse me? I'll tell you. Listen.
name out your mouth. I tell you what, you know what my supervisor would tell you? I don't give a what your supervisor would tell he me. He would tell you that you have been talking to nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's some <laughs> up, man. I was, hey. oh, I was on my way to... Your co-worker got you. Joseph, he got you. I'm going to get his... <laughs> man, don't do that no more, man. Man, you had me... <laughs> Hey, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Come on, man. Steve Harvey Morning Show. I don't think I had my lights turned off in this where I live now. I, I would hope not. No, no. Well, you know, you live in the Chateau. Be kind of uh, real, real uh, yeah. good of you to get them cut off now. What you move out there for if you can't pay that bill? Because that bill going to keep coming say. high as hell every year. <laughs> hey, you know, there's a truck out here and cut off the miles is uh, electricity. Have you ever we seen the truck moved. before? No. When last time you had something cut off? Years. Yeah. How about you, Shirley? You had something cut off? Years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who hasn't? Well, I don't know anyone who hasn't. I have. Lights, water, gas, everything. <laughs> I have. I, I have not forgotten what that feels like. And yeah, my daddy, you... when they turned the water off, my daddy made me take this little piece of iron shaped like a T and go out there and turn the water back on. When your parent put you in a, in a, put you in a uh-huh. criminal situation, it sure feel different. <laughs> wow. Love, love my daddy like I do, but I was put in a criminal situation. <laughs> All right. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news for you with Miss Ann Tripp right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Kanye's new album, Donda, which of course is named after his late mom, will be released tomorrow. And word on the street is is that Kanye's new song, Welcome to My Life, is aimed at dissing Kim Kardashian. In the song, Kanye raps, tell the assassins I escaped from Calabasas, as a reference to the home, of course, he shared with Kim and their four children. Now, according to a critic, it's a very deep, sad song about Kanye, with him reflecting on his marriage with Kim. He talks about the kids and mentions that Kim took everything. It's really somber. Kanye, I wouldn't talk about now. my kids' mama. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. No, man. That's an uncool thing to do. No. And Is he trying to I'm sell, just, sell I'm just going to say this right here. Well, of mm. course. But here's the deal. All y'all rappers that's supposed to be hard and gangsters mm-hmm. and deep, when you have a problem or you break up with your girl and all this here, what you talking about them in the rap song for? You need to make up your mind. But if y'all going to be having these little Taylor Swift-ass moments, that I don't get. And I don't think it's cool to the woman. She's not in rap. She's not going to do a diss track to match you or nothing like that. It's just sad, man. And when you think how he pursued her and did all that to propose to her and everything, and now you're dissing her and you're dissing the kids you had with her, not a good look, Kanye. Look, I don't know anything about this track. I haven't heard it. Not going to listen to it. That just ain't my thing. I'm just saying, if that's the case, this is my opinion of that for anybody who does it. If you break up with a woman, just go on about your life, man. What's the track about? Yeah. What is that? That I, I lose all respect for you when you do that. 
Because now, man, I'm just like, wow, so you ain't really hard. That ain't manly. It ain't hard. It ain't being a gangster. It's Taylor Swift to me. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. All right, in other entertainment news, Jennifer Lopez appeared on the Today Show Tuesday, and she said she wasn't interested in talking about Ben Affleck, or at least her, her body language said that. Host Hoda Kotb tried to get J-Lo to spill the tea on her renewed romance with Ben Affleck, but J-Lo would not take the bait. Hoda said, you look happier. Look, I, I just have to tell you, every time I see a picture of you and Ben, I'm like, she looks happier. She looks mm. happier. Are you happier? Hoda asked Jennifer. (laughs) Listen to what Jennifer said, though. Jennifer avoided the question by saying, I'm always happy when I see you, Hoda. I love that. (laughs) I'm always happy when I see you, Hoda. She didn't address it at all. Uh, I I just think that maybe now J-Lo is trying to keep her, I mean, as much as she can because she, you know, is is such a public figure and a celebrity. She's trying to keep her love life, you know, private so the public won't chime in and weigh in on it, even though we see them everywhere. I ain't seen no pictures. Huh? I ain't seen no pictures. Of her and Ben Affleck? I got some of J-Lo. You want want me to send you some of J-Lo? I got a bunch of them. (laughs) In your phone? What? J-Lo and Haley in the same file. What is y'all talking about? Is he crazy? Your nephew? J-Lo and who is in the same file? Haley. Barry. Haley. Yes. Now, do you want me to send you a picture or not? No. You know what? You you, you know what? I ain't said it in a long time. You changed, dog. He changed? All right, look. It's called marriage. We got to move on. Yep. You're going to find out what that is in a minute. It's time for headlines. <laughs> Ladies and please. gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp, my own okay. fool. Morning, everybody. Attorney General Merrick Garland is launching a five-gun trafficking strike force today. It's uh, their forces, actually, five of them. They're the beefed up sustained efforts against selling and stolen illegal guns in five cities, New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Washington, D.C. By the way, in Washington yesterday, Senate Republicans blocked a move to open debate on a bipartisan trillion-dollar infrastructure measure. They say they want to know how it's going to be paid for. Meanwhile, in the House, Republican leader Kevin McCarthy is threatening to withdraw all five of his picks to serve on that select committee tasked to further investigate the January 6th Capitol Hill riot. That's because House Speaker Nancy Pelosi accepted three of his picks but refused two others. Republican Liz Cheney, who's criticized Donald Trump and who's on the panel, she says Pelosi's decision was the right one. She objected to two, one of whom may well be a material witness to events that led to that day, that led to January 6th. The other who disqualified himself by his comments in particular over the last 24 hours demonstrating that he is not taking this seriously. He is not dealing with the facts of this investigation, but rather viewed it as a political platform. Both men also voted against certifying the results of the 2020 election. That's also why Pelosi didn't want them on the panel, because she thought they were uh, pretty much too much uh, devoted and devoted to uh, Donald Trump. The panel's first hearing scheduled for next week, regardless, and is to feature firsthand accounts from police who faced off with rioters at the Capitol that day. 
Disgraced movie mogul Harvey Weinstein pleaded not guilty to charges of forcible rape and other charges involving five women in California. He's already serving a 23-year sentence for rape and sexual assault in New York up in Buffalo. A California couple, get this, whose gender reveal ceremony sparked a wildfire in San Bernardino that killed a firefighter last year. They've been charged with involuntary manslaughter. Rufilio Jimenez and Rene Jimenez have pled not guilty. Finally, a certain 1970 spoken word piece making the rounds on social media now in the wake of the gazillionaires Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos rocketing into space this month. It's Gil Scott Heron's Whitey's on the Moon. Taxes taking my whole damn check. The junkies make me a nervous wreck. The price of food is going up. And as if all that crap wasn't enough, a rat done bit my sister Nell with Whitey on the Moon. I think I'll send these doctor bills, air mail special, to Whitey on the Moon. <laughs> 1970, big, big hit for Gil Squad here. And now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so here's a question. Think about this, guys. Did you know that only 48.6% of Americans are fully vaccinated, okay? Talking about against COVID-19, of course. What's scary about that is that the new Delta variant is now responsible for more than 83% of the new COVID-19 cases. This is according to Dr. Rochelle Walensky, director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Studies have shown that the COVID-19 vaccines are effective against multiple variants including the Delta variant. So why won't people just go get the vaccination? Why won't they do it? We've all taken a prescription medication. We didn't have any idea what was in it, but we knew that it would make us feel better. Um, The COVID-19 vaccination has been proven effective. Okay. Take the damn shot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on, come on. I, I, I don't understand this. By the way, there's a post circulating on Instagram that these people are fully vaccinated. Donald Trump, all right, the Republican's fearless leader. Melania Trump, his wife, Ivanka, Donald Jr., Jared Kushner, Sean Hannity. I saw him encouraging people now, Steve, to take the vaccination along with Mitch McConnell, which I was like, I what? Almost all of Fox News has has taken the vaccination, okay? The very people that were initially speaking out against it. So now they're they're having a change of heart. I hope it works because we need to get this. It's very simple. You have all these theorists done. out here, these theories about what the vaccination is. They don't have enough tests on it. I don't know enough about it. It's a plot or ploy. And look, man, you know, I've had people tell me, don't be on your radio show telling black people to get the vaccine. So, you know, it kind of put me in a two-fold situation because I've been vaccinated. Yeah, we all have, yeah. uh, But I have family members who don't want to get vaccinated. You know, I I can't, you know, my in-laws come over here a lot, man, in the 80s. They got vaccinated. They contracted COVID. It kept their symptoms down to zero. Mm -hmm. And they have pre-existing conditions. We were very grateful for that. And so, now, however you want to feel about the vaccine, you can feel how you want to feel about it. You have a belief system about it. I don't care. I took the vaccine. I'm happy I did it. Uh, Do I recommend it to most people? I have a person, a friend of mine right now, 
who contracted COVID and said, man, I wish I'd have had that vaccine. Because this thing about, is whooping me, man. Yeah, and we've been taking vaccines all our lives. When we were in school, we had to take vaccines against, you know, various diseases and stuff. And now, with COVID, we got to take it too. But I mean, we should take, take the it, shot. Yeah. When you got BD, right. you took that shot, didn't you? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Still wear your mask in public, please, and wash your hands. All right. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, an Alabama councilman made a racial slur, and it was caught on video. We have the audio for you coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, a white city councilman uh, by the name of Tommy Bryant in Tarrant County, Alabama, was caught on camera using a racial slur during a city council meeting, and he has refused to apologize for it. Despite calls for his resignation, he is now saying that he might run for mayor. Hmm. Tommy Bryant told local news outlets he used the N-word because he was reflecting something the city's black mayor, Wayman Newton, had said during a previous private meeting. In the footage, Bryant stands up from his seat in the public council session and addressed a black female council member by saying, do we have a house N-word in here? Take a listen, please. Yeah. And she calls the us black N-word. The other the black Let's girl. get to the N-word. I mean, hey, I know I'm black. Hey, do we have? Do we have a house in here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do we? Hey, yeah, yeah. do we? Would 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 she please stand up? Y'all are seeing this, right, camera? All right. That's what Miss Freeman was called. That's what the mayor called her. What do y'all think about that? Wow, they not whooping his ass. We should have heard a bunch of scuffling after that. I, huh? I have no words. I have no words. Steve? See, he's going to use the fact that that after he said it, he said, that's what the mayor called Mm -hmm, her. And he was using it for a shock value. But the problem is, you should have stated that beforehand. Mm -hmm. And then you should have substituted it with the N-word. I don't care, man. Let, let me tell you something. Them hillbillies. Let me explain something to you. This country we live in today so is racist. so racist, so racist and so filled with racism and so openly blatant about it. I'm not surprised by that at all. Mm-hmm. At Not even in the least bit. Now, I am with Tommy because how ain't nobody getting their ass whooped is beyond me. <laughs> We're supposed to hear something, you know. man. Cause it should have well, been, it'd have been some furniture moving around in there. Yeah. Some somebody yeah. would have held him, scooted the chair back or something. <laughs> I didn't hear nothing. But did you hear what he said? Cameras, y'all got that? Yeah. And Man, we had some guests ask. in the audience. We did hear that in the background. But um, the Democratic Party of Alabama is calling for his resignation um, because they're saying, of course, his remark was completely unacceptable. So they are calling, but he's saying, you know, he's going to run for mayor. So <sighs> see this, Shirley. Huh? Yeah. We should have been hearing that. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. You know, man. I, I'm so sick of them. Yeah, all of them. I'm just sick and tired this of is all craziness. of them. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised by it, no way. But if y'all stupid ass don't vote him out, y'all y'all deserve to have him. You know, y'all ain't got no sense to take people out of office like that. And y'all gonna find a reason to keep him? Then go ahead. Mm-hmm. And he talking about he gonna run for mayor. Ain't that about a lot of 
and what? And then you can say it like the mayor said it. Is that what it is? Is that, is what that who you want? Is that who you want as your mayor? And is that what he was trying to say? You all have nine. Is that what you want? Either way, I don't want either one of y'all. Mm-mm. What time Come was on. it again, sir? Huh? It was Alabama. Tarrant County, Alabama. Mm-hmm. 205. Oh, that's 205. Okay. Yeah, I mean, come on. This is crazy. <laughs> this is 2021, people. 2021 is his open the floodgates. Yeah. I'm not surprised at any of this, man. They just killed George Floyd. They killed some more people after that. Yeah. I don't know why no N words wasn't moving around in that. What, Tommy? What'd you say? Nothing. Nothing. I take it back. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah this is. Um, I mean, there are just. I'm no just going to tell it to you like, like this. this if you call it to me and I hear you, I want you to understand. There's going to be a reaction to it, and it ain't going to be what you think. And it has always been that way with me. Mm-hmm. Always been with you. I've yeah. never let it go, never let it slide. Probably never will. Praise God it won't happen to me again because I don't need to have to prove nothing. I'm not that God, dude. And God That's forbid right. I'm with you. You ain't black and you call me that. Show right. time to Apollo, partner. Uh, all right, we're moving on on that note. Up next is the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, he doesn't like different types of cookies. Hmm. We'll get into that in just a little bit. I Marinate like on that cookies. for a minute. Mm-hmm. I'm marinating on it now. <laughs> but right now, the nephew is in the building because it, it is time for today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? You know, before we do that, I got... Hey, Unc, think about this while, I'm, while we run this prank. I got to take Jackie somewhere... In Vegas, I need a nice restaurant, nice romantic evening. Think about that while I run this prank, all right? This right here is Miss Faye mm-hmm. Allen's drug test. Miss Faye Allen's drug test. Let's go. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a Faye please. This is she. Hello, uh, this is Officer Rogers from the uh, probation department. Yes, sir. Listen now, um... You have been uh, on probation for a little over a year now. Am I right, Faye? Yes, sir. You're correct. Now, you're supposed to be serving two years probation? Two. All right. Now, I'm giving you a call. Actually, uh, I'm bringing you a bit of bad news, and I, I hate to do this, but you you came in, Faye, a couple um, couple weeks ago and did a, did a uh, drug test. Am I right? Uh-huh. I sure did. I did. All right. Now... Faye, I don't. I hate to bring bring you some bad news, but the actual drug test that you took has come back positive. Oh, you're a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now you came in a couple weeks ago. You took a drug test. This drug test has actually come in positive. Now what I want to say to you is this: you're gonna have to actually. No, sir. My test wasn't positive. You got yes. the wrong person. Hold on a second. I either need you to to come in to me, or I don't, and I don't want to save the embarrassment of having to send a car out to pick you up. Now, I don't give a damn how much embarrassment you're talking about, sir. I gave you some, and my was good. Oh, ma'am, right now you I got you a. Po- say. I, you have a positive drug test. You have you 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 come up positive, ma'am. Now you're gonna if have to use actually, your. If they use your, if they use mine. We used the one that you brought us. 
Now, must have, here, must have been the wrong one. Couldn't have been. Couldn't have been, sir. I'm sorry, sir, but I wouldn't have gave you no bad urine. It just wasn't me. Ma'am, I don't want to have a... Back to jail. I don't even know why you would call me with this nonsense. I got ma'am. children. I'm trying to do right. I don't know why you would call me. I wouldn't have gave you no bad That's not me. You said lie. Ma'am, you listen. You actually have to come in and do another three months now. Oh, sir, y'all can come pick me up. I can for you right now. I can in your hand if you want me to. Ma'am, your your urine has come back positive of drugs. Now I don't I don't know any other way to explain it to you. You've been actually evidently using drugs again. Sir, I'm trying to tell you I don't use no drugs. I've been clean for a year and some months now. You got the wrong. That's not my. Now, How do you telling you that? How do you know it's not yours, ma'am? It's, it's got your name on the lid, everything. You have come back positive. Well, evidently you put your name on it because that ain't my. And I would have came back. My would have came back good. You can't call me and tell me I gave you some bad. Can't ma'am. call me and tell me that. That's a negative, L- sir. That's a double negative. It's not a double negative. It's a double positive. You've actually come back positive. Faye. Is written here on the actual cup. Maybe you have more than one fake. No, no, we don't have more than one fake. You're the only fake. I've actually double checked that myself. You need to either come in or we're going to have to come out and haul your behind in here. Well, I need you to come right now because I got the right now. Come right now. Come on. Are you trying to tell me that if I come and pick you up and take your urine now, your urine is going to come up negative? Is that what you're saying? I'm telling you that. My, you are double positive with that. My urine is going to come up negative. <sighs> Ma'am, I, I hate to, I, I, I don't want to come out, haul you in in front of your family, but you're actually going to be coming in and you're going to do three months. That's all I can tell you. I you're don't gonna... have confidence, sir. You got the wrong say, Alan, or you got the wrong It's one of the two. Might be both. You got the wrong you got the wrong say. I'm letting you. No positive I ain't had no positive I'm trying to tell you, I got kids. I mean, I, I ain't had no positive. Listen, ma'am, I'm telling you one more time. You either want to come in or want me to come and get you. Which one? Let me tell you what I want you to do. I want you to find out who the you have. Because that ain't my Don't call me no and tell me nothing about you got some, some that is, that is not good. I gave you some good how many times I got the for y'all? Y'all keep picking up people, falsely accusing folks. Y'all had me say some time, miss my children. Now I'm hot. I've been giving you good and you still want to with me. I'm tired. I ain't giving you no bad. Don't call me no more no like that. And where is my probation officer? You say your name is what? My name is Officer Rogers. Sir, I don't know Officer Rogers. Like I said, you might be the reason why the came back positive. You might be the reason. I need to speak with Mr. Williams. That's my probation officer. Officer Williams, no. I have clean at all times. Mr. Rogers, you shouldn't be calling me. I should be calling you because I'm going to, evidently, I'm going to have to come down and haul your behind in myself. Well, you can bring your phone. And when you come, you bring Mr. Williams with you. He'll let you know I don't have no positive. You can come to my job. I got... I, you got, you know what, there's one more, there's one more thing that I need to, bring your come on right now, come on, I got one more thing I need to say to you, are you listening to me? What is it, sir? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, you just got pranked by your sister, <laughs> Allen. 
much. Y'all play too much. <laughs> yeah, that whipping. I was coming to give Mr. Rogers. She gonna get that whipping. Say <laughs> so you all right? No, no positive. Get <laughs> the hell out of me. Had me thinking I was doing drugs and didn't know about it. Somebody beat your number. I know. I'm gonna need y'all not to play with people like that. Okay. Say so you all right? Hell no, I'm nervous as hell. It was, it's your sister. She put me up to it, baby. Well, when you ever see her, you see what she looked like. I'm gonna beat the hell out of her. <laughs> I got one more question for you, baby. You got to tell me this. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Stupid at his best, the nephew. <laughs> I'm not going to let you down. I it's promise so you when you tune in in the morning from 6 to 10 or 5 to 9, depending on where you are, I promise mm-hmm. you Stupid would be here for four hours. All right? <laughs> now, before I had the prank, Uncle, I asked, I want somewhere I can take. Jackie out in Vegas, like a nice well, restaurant. Where can I? The Prime has always been one of my favorite places in Vegas, downstairs in the Bellagio. Also, the Wynn has a really, really nice top-of-the-line restaurant with like a laser show outside of it. Not the fountains, a different type of laser show that they oh, show. Oh, you talking about uh, Lakeside? Why, Is that it? Huh? What are you talking about? Is it, called, is it called Lakeside? The I'm, group I don't Fantastic know. Voyage? What? Sure. No, girl. Surely stop. Jesus. <laughs> it's in it's, the wind. Stop. I don't I don't know the name of it, but they have a nice little laser show. That restaurant is nice. Okay. Okay. Uh I very rarely take Marjorie to Vegas anymore because I go out there to gamble hard mm-hmm. and all my meals is at the twenty four hour restaurant. <laughs> You eat breakfast. She's not having any of that. I ain't got no time for this here. I got to eat and get back out here. She wants to see shows. She wants to go shopping. Well, Marjorie don't want to go shows, but she don't like losing. That's her problem. Man, if Marjorie loses $200, oh, she she mad at the dealer, the machine. I'm done, too. I'm with her on that. I am done. I'm playing some roulette, though. That I'm going to do. I'm doing yeah. that. Yeah. Vegas is open, baby. It's back open. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're going to see Ursha. Usher, Ursha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, they got a no booze out there, Tommy. No booze? Okay. Yeah, they got a no booze out there. I forgot. All right. All right. Well, That's thank you, nephew. Market. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. He doesn't like different types of cookies. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, it is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. You never know. It could be yours. It could be. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, he doesn't like types. Dip, he doesn't like different types of cookies. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 35-year-old married woman, and I've been married for three years, but I've been with my husband for over eight years. He was supposed to be a one-night stand, but he ended up rocking my world, and I kept going back for more. He grew on me, and I ended up falling in love with him. It's no secret that he fell in love with me first, 
and he loves to tell people how he pursued me until I gave in to him. He is not the most handsome man, but he's got a pure heart and he's a beast in the bedroom. Looking at him, you'd never guess it, so I don't have to worry about anyone trying to take my man. The only problem is my sex drive is higher than his, and he has told me that he's having a hard time keeping up with me. He is becoming more and more paranoid that I'm thinking, uh, paranoid thinking I'm going to cheat on him. I have told him that there are ways to keep me happy in the bedroom, but he's not willing to allow anyone else in our bed. I have a college friend, and we fooled around in college, and my husband knows her well. I asked him if she can join us in the bedroom, and he said he didn't want anything she had to offer. He said he'd rather pick out a female for us, but he keeps stalling and putting it off. I'm hoping that I don't end up cheating on him with my college friend. I was chatting with a girlfriend recently, and she said her man's been begging her for a menage a trois, so why isn't my husband interested in one? He was lying in bed the other night watching an explicit video of a menage a trois, and I asked him if he was taking notes. He got upset and told me to stop asking him about it. Why is he depriving me of my fantasy? What's his deal? What's what his deal? <laughs> Shut up, Tommy. What's his deal? He's probably thinking, what's your deal? You know marriage isn't designed for other people to participate. It's just not. I mean, at the altar, it's just the two of you taking your vows. That's why when you step out, it's called cheating. It's called adultery. It's called an affair or whatever. I mean, there's nothing in the vows about menage toise. You know that. Your husband just doesn't want any part of it. And fantasies, really and truly fantasies, are supposed to be just that. Fantasies are supposed to be in your head. And, you know, I know it's the end thing right now, menage bringing someone else in your bedroom and all of that and, you know, talking about it, ha- having no shame about it. it. It's especially popular, it seems, with young people. But um, not everyone, not everyone, try to control yourself, Tommy. Not everyone is into it. Husband is one of those people. He does not want to share you. What about that? Aren't you getting? He doesn't want to share you with anyone, your college friend, anyone. He loves you. Uh, he, he doesn't want to partake in any kind of freakiness, you know, that, that you got going on or that you want to do right now. He just doesn't. And guess what? That is okay. That's okay. Does that make him a bad husband? No. Does it make him a boring husband? No. It just means he's not into it. He's, he's not unattentive to you. You didn't say anything like that. You said he was a beast in the bedroom. You said that. Um, Uh, You know, in life, we just don't always get everything we want. There are rules to this. I mean, you and your husband are just not on the same page with this. He even asked you to stop asking him about it, which means he's not interested. Uh, He's not cool with it. You can't wait for someone to jump in your bed, and he's he's just not into that. You got to give him that. It's a major problem in your marriage, and it's going to continue to be if you keep pressing him on this. Uh, And and if you do step out on him and start cheating or whatever, don't use him as an excuse like he pushed you out there. This is something you want to do. You can't control yourself. Okay, so don't blame this on your husband if you do. And it sounds like you're headed in that direction, man. Steve, I'm going. Yeah. I'm going to get some green tea. I don't even want to hear. Yeah, go ahead. No, you don't. <laughs> You're disgusted, Tommy. Thirty-five-year-old married woman, been married three years, been with the husband eight. Now this was supposed to be a one-night stand, but he ended up uh, 
rocking her world, and so she kept going back for more, meaning she was sprung. He grew on me. I ended up falling in love with him, and it's no secret he fell in love with me first, but he loves to tell people how he pursued me until I gave in to him. He, he needs this bragging right, and I think we're about to find out why. He's not the most handsome man. He wants everybody to know that he pursued you until you gave in. He's sending the message clear as a bell that looks don't matter. But right after this, you kind of let us in on a little secret. He's not the most handsome man, but he has a pure heart and he's a beast in the bedroom. Now, is he a beast in the bedroom because he's good in there or that's how he looked? You know what she meant. See, uh-uh. I don't know nothing. Yes, I'm reading it to the letter. She said he is not the most handsome man, but he a beast in the bedroom. Beast. Well, I, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Is it because of what he doing? <laughs> or is it how he look when he doing it? Because I'm going to tell you right now, you just said he wasn't attractive. And he in there making face. <laughs> this that about damn near got to be unbearable at times. You know better. <laughs> now, then, she, then here's another little trip. Looking at him, you never guess it. Wouldn't guess what? <laughs> that he was a beast right. in the bedroom? Hold that thought. We'll How ugly two. is he? <laughs> Of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour subject he doesn't like different types of cookies we'll get back into it right after this you're listening to the steve harvey morning show all right now come on steve let's recap the letter uh today's strawberry letter the subject he doesn't like different types of cookies well this woman that married what she thought was going to be a one night stand because obviously uh-huh. he rocked her world and she went back for more messed around and fell in love with him has gone on to admit that he is not the most handsome man, uh, but he is a beast in the bedroom. I've equated that to you just said he wasn't a handsome man. So, yeah, he's a beast in the bedroom. He's probably a beast on the elevator, too. Probably a beast sitting over there in his cubicle. He's probably a beast when he up in that truck going to work. Probably a beast when he down at the gym. He probably you a beast so sitting wrong. up at the doctor's office. You just said the the boy wasn't that attractive. And looking at him, you'd never guess it. So I don't have to worry about anybody trying to take my man. Yeah. <laughs> Which is another sign that don't nobody want him. Now this man, when she say if you look at him, you can't tell. And so she don't have to worry about nobody trying to take her man. Don't don't nobody want it. <laughs> Looking at him, you can't tell he's a beast in the bedroom. You, would you stop? And seeing as how you can't get to the bedroom part without getting past the way he looked, she now knows that she ain't got to worry about nobody trying to take her man. Because don't nobody know that but you. And, and he might as well be a beast in the bedroom. Why not? Hell. See, ugly-ass dudes know we got one shot. We got to come up in here clowning. You're saying that about yourself, too? Wow. Oh, yeah. I ain't never been that attractive. I know that. Ain't no problem with it. I'm always been okay with that. I understand wow. exactly what that is. That don't make no difference. 
You know, I don't know why Tommy won't come to it either, you know. I told you over there several times. Y'all know what no, you're no, not no, going to no. do. You, no, you're you not going to call look. me ugly. I'm not. I'm not. Well, okay, well, you little beast looking ass. How do you <laughs> look at <laughs> it? Is he a beast in the bedroom? Ooh, he, a beast. he a beast in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. He a beast on TV. <laughs> He's becoming more and more paranoid thinking I'm going to cheat on him. I told him. There are ways to keep me happy in the bedroom, but he's not willing to allow anyone else in our bed. Like Shirley said, you ever thought this man just loves you? And I got another reason he don't want nobody in there anyway. And let's get into that in a minute. I have a college friend and we fooled around in college and my husband knows her well. I asked him if she can join us in the bedroom. He said he didn't want nothing she had to offer. Mm. Why? Because, Tommy, why? See, this woman right here obviously ain't got good taste. Oh, now, her husband ugly as hell. The girlfriend? And the, and the girlfriend. She, I, I can about bet you this little heifer ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking this little heifer probably look like Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> and the husband, he done said, I don't want nothing she got to offer. Now, when an ugly man tell a woman he don't want nothing she got to offer, mm. whoo, she ugly. <laughs> He said he'd rather pick out a female for us. Right there, let me pick one out. You might want your little ugly ass friend. <laughs> but he keeps stalling and putting it off. I'm hoping I don't end up cheating on him with my college friend. I was chatting with the girlfriend. See, he said, the only, after I left this part right, but right here, um, the only problem is my sex drive is higher than his, and he's told me he's having a hard time keeping up with me. That's the part I left out, and he's becoming more and more paranoid, thinking I'm going to cheat on him. You know, ugly people always think they're going to get left. They always do. Because uh-huh. he's always thinking she's going to find somebody cuter, which is easy. Uh-huh. You know, because when you ain't attractive, damn near everybody cuter. <laughs> damn near everybody. Boy. So she didn't want, want him to pick. He said he'll pick out a female, but he keeps stalling. I'm hoping I don't end up cheating on him. Uh, I was chatting with a girlfriend recently. She said her man been begging her for a menage a trois. So why isn't my husband interested in one? Because maybe your husband just really did want to be married. Shirley told you that. He was lying in bed the other night watching an uh, explicit video of a menage a trois. Not to m- a menage a trois. Now listen to me. Why is he doing that? He ugly, that? right? He got yeah. to watch these videos. That's where he learning what to do. To be a oh, okay. So he's considering it then. No, 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 no. He get these moves on what he going to do to his wife mm-hmm. from these mm-hmm. movies. Okay. That's why he a beast in bed. He done picked up a couple couple moves. Yeah. And now I asked if he was taking notes. He got upset and told me to stop asking him about this. Yes. Why is he depriving me of my fantasy? What is his deal? Well, lady, like I said, maybe he wanted just you. And what's amazing to me is you got what most people are looking for. That's Somebody right, that wants them and only them. Mm-hmm. But you don't want that because you greedy. You got a high sex drive. You want to bring some other people into the bedroom. And then your girlfriend who said, uh, her boyfriend begging her, a menage a trois, so why ain't my husband interested? It's a lot of men ain't interested in that. You ain't coming in my house. I don't want that. I'm not sharing my wife. Maybe the man just don't want to share his wife mm-hmm. with no damn body. Damn. That's, That's all that is. 
lady asked y'all to help her get some cookies, and y'all not helping her get the cookies. Y'all doing something else. But go ahead, though. Go on, do what you're doing. She didn't ask you that. She said, she why, said is why is he depriving, depriving me of the fantasy? See, that's why you don't do the strawberry now. <laughs> you just do what you're good at doing, which is them damn pranks. All right, leave us your comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram and Steve Harvey FM, and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up in 10 minutes, our girl Cheryl Underwood from the talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Steve, introduce our girl from the talk. She is here. Ladies and gentlemen, Cheryl Underwood. Steve Harvey, I've been waiting to talk to you about this, and I don't know who else to talk to about this. How do we get people to get vaccinated, especially our people? We three times as likely to be hospitalized and twice as likely to die. And if we gonna get back to what we wanna be about, you know, we wanna be out, we wanna go places, we wanna do things, cruises, parties, everything, concert, for us to get out there and to get back to our grind and get back to work. How, what do we need to say? Those of us that hold in a microphone, got some influence on people. You know, how do we get our churches involved? How do we get our community involved? We, when, one of my first jobs, Shirley Scrawberry, mm-hmm. in Chicago was the Heart Association at 36 and Wacker Drive. Right out of college, I got my degree, uh-huh. and I was working at the Heart Association, and we was doing this church-based hypertension program where we were going into churches and talking to people about high blood pressure. How do we get back to that discussion? How do we get people to trust that they need this? That it's too late, Tommy, when you are about to be intubated to go, give me the vaccine. It's too late. Yeah. It's too late. I'm, so what do I'm we just... need to do? Here's what I've seen. Mm-hmm. I've had personal friends of mine who are in power, and know people who are in power, who say, mm-hmm. Steve, please don't direct black people to get this vaccine. Mm-hmm. And it kind of had a, a little effect on me because, you know, of course, I respect so many people. But after watching what this does, having received the vaccine myself, Mm-hmm. And I know my in-laws have received the vaccine, and had they not, when they contracted COVID from their nurse, they would not be here. Right. Because that vaccine prohibited those symptoms from setting in, and they have pre-existing mm-hmm. conditions. I'm right. no longer on the fence about this. I have been saying it from the get-go. Yes. We need to get vaccinated. I understand you have these theories and your concerns, but I have a close friend of mine right now who is really, really battling with COVID. He refused to get the vaccine. He is struggling, man. And the 10-day quarantine has not worked for him. I got how you may feel, whatever theory you may have developed. I got the government has done us wrong many times. Mm-hmm. But this is a pretty big issue for them to do these many people wrong, black, white, yellow, red, and brown. Mm-hmm. Get your ass vaccinated and quit talking about you don't know what's in it. Yeah, even a lot of Republicans now are calling for it. Hey, Cheryl, thank you for bringing that up. We definitely need uh, to talk about that more and keep it on top to, top of mind. Thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders. We'll talk about that when we come back right after this. Name. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so this story right here is catching fire. Uh, Jackson State University's head football coach, Deion Sanders, our friend and family member. Uh, You know Deion, who named... 
of Coach Prime uh, took issue with a reporter after the reporter referred to him simply as Dion. Uh, during SWAC Media Day on Tuesday, Coach Prime said, you don't call Nick Saban Nick, so don't call me Dion. If you call Nick Saban Nick, you'll get cussed out on the spot. So don't do that to me. Treat me like Nick. The white reporter proceeded to call Coach Prime by his first name a second time, and that's when Coach Prime ended the interview and walked to another news outlet to be interviewed. Uh, take a listen. Here's the exchange. Hey, Dion, I was just wondering if you could... Uh... Oh, hold on. Let's back up a little bit. You don't call Nick Saban Nick. Don't call me Dion. Okay. I call Nick Saban Nick. Yeah, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. That's a lie. <laughs> you, if you call Nick Nick, you know you get cussed out on the spot, so don't do that to me. Treat me like Nick. Okay, Dion. <laughs> Um, right. just, uh, we out and ain't nothing wrong with that. We out. Yeah. Put you know, man, respect on my name. Some respect yeah. level, see, man. The, see, the, and then see the little white dude. See, you, 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 you would, I'm telling you, you cannot do this to Nick Saban. You can't do it to Lou Holtz. Mm -hmm. You can't do it to no college coach. He is coach. Everybody refers to him as coach. Every reporter refers to him as coach. It's a it's a job title that gets respect from the players, the staff, everybody. Coach. He deserves to be called coach, and he's exactly right. You would not do that. And that boy, the white dude is lying. So when you're a black man and you ask for respect and then they still disrespect you, yeah. you should get up and walk out. And he lucky he wasn't talking to Coach Steve. Because I'd have did what Nick Saban would have done. I'd have cussed your ass out on the spot. See, Dion, he don't cuss. Mm -hmm. No, he don't. You're right. Dion don't. don't use no profanity, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't care how mad he get, Dion don't use profanity. Mm -hmm. I'm not. At, I ain't like that. <laughs> I'd have gave it to you in, in your damn face. We, yeah. Let me tell you something. You couldn't play mine on the radio. Yeah, that was very disrespectful. Why don't we very let you go to uh, to the next uh, uh, interview with Dion? And let me, Dion, I got this here. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, am I talking to Dion or Steve? Which other one it is? I just wanted to ask you about it, it how do you feel on about what you say. Well, <laughs> Uh, would you? Have, I want to know if Dion or how's team going to be this coming? Hey, man, fall? hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Didn't the man just ask your ass not to call him Dion? Well, is I mean, Coach Prime or is Mr. Sanders or Coach Sanders or Coach Prime or Coach Dion? But you're going to put some respect on his name. But Steve, his name's Dion. And you're going to get on. your ass Birdman up in here. Keep running your damn <laughs> mouth, boy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Now, Dion oh. Sanders, Coach Prime, later addressed the situation by tweeting, never walked out of media day. I prolonged my time to answer another question, and the person thought it was cute to address me the way he did. So I dropped the call and went to the next outlet. As a head coach, he was merely asking for someone to put some respect on his name, period. That's, right. That's all it was. Yeah. That's all it was. He would have answered the questions, been happy to. No, 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 no. But don't no, disrespect no, no. me. That, that yeah. white boy lied. There's no way he'll say that to Nick Saban. Because Nick Saban ain't enough fit to talk to him. Mm -hmm. Dion, grown man. He done, Dion did the right thing. Man, yeah, he, did he did exactly yeah. the right thing. Mm -hmm. Did the right thing. I promise you. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. No. No, yeah. we ain't finna do this here. 
Yeah, and, and you know what, as we were raised just to respect our elders, period, you know, and people in authority and all of that, you know. Oh, uh, you little poop punk, little punk ass, people. little reporter, you ain't yeah. going nowhere. Damn, dog, Prime done been to World Series, done been to Super Bowls. Super Bowls. Hall of Fame. Yeah. He done earned, he done earned He yeah, got a yellow right. jacket. Yes, he yeah. does. All right, coming up, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, we've heard this saying before, kids will be kids. Well, West Coast rapper YG's daughter, her name is Harmony, displayed her artistic talents by doodling on the side of his white Lamborghini. White Lamborghinis aren't cheap. Uh, His is $400,000. Okay. Uh, So she doodled on the side of her daddy's car. YG posted an image of her artwork on his Instagram story, writing, my daughter got me effed up. Uh, How she disrespect the Lamborghini like that? Uh, it wasn't long before he posted another video of his daughter, who's two or three years old, wiping his car down with the caption, clean up, clean up, and a bunch of heart eyes and laughing emojis. <laughs> so so just, it, it came off. Yeah, yeah, it came okay. off. Yeah. Doodling and if it didn't on the come side off, of it. Tommy, what you going to do to the two-year-old? Have to get I, a ain't much I can do to the two-year-old, but when, yeah. they, when they get right at six, though, I'm going to bring that picture back. And, 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 and yeah, 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 it's finna start. Yeah. We finna get in it. I ain't gonna, nah, two, it ain't gonna happen. But I'm gonna say this Thank picture you. so you'll know why it's happening at six. All she saw was a nice little clean white board. Yeah. <laughs> Looked like Baby. it ought to have something Baby. on it. <laughs> and I know she thought it was funny. You know she was laughing. What if your, one of your little grandkids did that, Steve, to one of your. One of your big slow big cars. Big slow cars. <laughs> oh, they're going to get their ass put off the property. <laughs> well, that's so wrong. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up With in 33 mama minutes and after. Daddy. <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time for Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. This one's from Nikki in Charleston, South Carolina. And before Nikki you read it, right. we're going to ask everybody to pay attention. Go ahead, Shirley. Okay, everybody. Uh, Tommy. Uh, my brother and his wife came to visit me for the 4th of July. My brother barbecued, and I invited a few of my friends, my close friends. My brother does not like the guy I'm dating, so I didn't invite him. Instead, I took him a plate afterwards. When I got back home, my brother yelled and screamed about me going out of my way to make sure a grown man ate. He told me that I've got the dating roles reversed and I need to fall back and let the man lead. How do I fall back but still let this guy know that I like him? I don't really think you did anything wrong by taking your guy that you're dating a plate. The problem is your brother don't like him for whatever the reason. Now, I don't know if it's because you his sister and he don't think nobody's good enough for you or he just got a bone to pick with this guy. Mm -hmm. But either way, you already didn't invite the guy over because your brother was there. And, you know, he don't like him. So you took him a plate. Now, he all mad at you for taking him a plate, but you like the guy. He has to respect the fact that you like him. Now, what you should do is find out from your brother why he don't like him so much. 
Because yeah. now maybe your brother knows something you don't know. Mm-hmm. Screaming and yelling. Mm-hmm. And maybe you need the same information that he has because he may have some information as a man. Because we do have information as men about other men that women overlook because you think he cute. Well, your brother don't think he cute. Yeah. Well, he didn't say break just... up with the guy. He just said fall back and let the man lead. Lead know? what? He, she took him a plate. <laughs> yeah, but, but y'all, what y'all don't understand is this is a plate of ribs. That's what this is. I know when people get mad when it's ribs. This is ribs. You know, don't nobody like ribs. You leave, take ribs out of my house. You taking the wrong thing. That's not supposed to be on a to-go Truly. plate. I'm just All right. Telling. So moving on. <laughs> Billy in Kingston, Jamaica says, "I'm a 31 year old married woman, and I fell at work three years ago. For the past three years, I've been in a legal battle to get reimbursed for my medical expenses. I finally got my settlement, and I put it in a new account that my husband doesn't know about. Keeping this a secret is the only way for me to keep my mooching mother-in-law from begging us for money. Is it okay to have a private account, or should we combine all of our money?" Good question. Nah, nah. I recommend married people have their own bank account. I've said it many times on this show. Yes, you now, have. you've gotten your money from this account, but if you put it in the bank and that mother-in-law find out, she going to beg him out of it, and he going to give it to her because that's his mother. So it's best that you keep it over there and go on and just show up with your little purses and shoes. And Coming up, it's our last break of the day. And we'll have some closing remarks from the no, one you and ain't, only. Ain't nobody said that. <laughs> we oh, have a closing close conversation. Okay. <laughs> closing we'll do conversation. it. Yeah, the three of us will do it at 49 minutes after the hour. Coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are. Our last break of the day on this Thursday. It's been a good day, a fun day. Mm-hmm. What a day, what a day. What a day, what a day. Yeah. Yeah, what's on your mind, Steve? Uh, you still mad about that Deion Sanders story? Uh, yeah, that kind of ticked me off, man. Yeah, you know, I knew it was. I'm going to start going mind. to these things with prime time as his <laughs> alter ego. So, <laughs> Deion going to answer all football-related questions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You ask us anything else. We cuss. <laughs> I, what, I got this, Deion. What's the new season looking like, Deion? Who, wait, hold on. I got this, dog. We're not playing a damn game that your ass going to be able to report on. Are, are we understood? Uh, the question was for Dion. I just wanted to know. One more time. You... One more time. If you refer to this man as Dion, then you got to deal with Dion Dog. And that's who I'm is. Uh, Dion... I'm Dion Dog. Dion Dog. Okay. Uh, you look a lot like Steve Harvey. We sir. just want to talk about Jackson State. Uh, uh, Let's be fine. We all football questions go to Dion. Go ahead. Go ahead, Coach. Uh, okay. Thank you. So, Dion, let me ask hey, you. Hey, a hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you hear me calling Coach? Did you hear me just now calling Coach? I heard you, sir. I, her, now, you're going to come up in here and be mighty white, and now you ain't going to refer to the man as Coach. So, who are Could you? going to be a problem up in here. Who are you? You're, you're, I'm dog. You're... I ain't going to tell you no more. Don't worry about that. You ain't got to call me, coach. Okay. All righty, pal. You can call me All right. D.A. All right. We want to ask about the quarterback that Dion has you on the team Call me now. D.A. What is D.A.? I get in that ass. <laughs> okay. 
Um, Matter of fact, not- Dag. You can just call me Dag. D A G. Dag. What's that? That ass ghetto. Now go, come on. <laughs> <laughs> what you need, pimp? Okay, uh, uh, pimp. Wow. I just want to ask, uh, Dion, do you think that this year you're looking promising? Hey, man, you as know what? A- hey, man, I mean, you know what? See, I see uh, right sir? now, man, you just going to keep on with this disrespect. What do, you, what do you mean? We know where you parked. Uh-oh. I saw a little press pass in your window. Sir, are you threatening me? Uh, I just threatening? said we know where you parked. I understand that. I'm asking, are you threatening? Silver for focus. Sound familiar? Ooh. Ooh. So what are you saying? Because you parked you right saying? next to the roads. I uh, saw you when you pulled up. All right. I'm asking, what are you saying, sir? No, no. Ain't no what, what is I'm saying. What does it sound like I'm saying? Uh, it sounds like you're threatening me. And I just want to get very good clarification here. Exactly. You call this man coach or you don't call this man at all. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Have your ass a nice day. Uh, but I'm not done interviewing him, sir. Oh, you done with us, though. Wow. Coach don't talk nobody. Call him Dion. I call him Coach. But but the problem is his name is Dion. So I'm not being disrespectful. His name is Dion. So show me Got where all I'm going. Got all that. Call him Dion without calling Coach. He won't go have your ass. And we ain't going out in the parking lot. We're going to handle it right here. I, I, it's going to get some furniture move around up in here. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Say it. Say it. I bet you won't. I bet you won't. Say it. Say it. I, I, say it. I, I, say it, Tom. I wish you would. Say it. <laughs> say it, Tom. I wish you would. I swear to God. Say it. <laughs> I, Thank you. Hey, uh, so what else going on, guys? Woo. Got that straight now. Well, Got you know what? S- since we're on the sports subject, um... You know, the Summer Olympics in Tokyo could still be canceled even at this late date, Steve. Um, You know, all these athletes are testing positive for COVID. Sponsors are pulling out of Friday's opening ceremony. Tested positive for COVID, testing positive for marijuana. Hell, why have it? (laughs) Cardboard beds, they can't have sex. Yeah, the Tokyo chief can't uh, can't rule it out. Uh, Toshiro Muto says, we have agreed that based on the coronavirus situation, we will convene five-party talks again. At this point, the coronavirus cases may rise or fall, so we will think about it, uh, what we should do when the situation arises. So far, though, this is a lot of people, 67 people. Um, accredited to be at the games have tested positive, and Japan lacks... 67. Yes, 67. That's a lot of people. Japan lags behind much of Asia in vaccination rates, and the Delta variant is spreading quickly there. They need to go ahead and shut that down. They need to shut it down. Yeah, they they really do. Are countries pulling out, Shirley? I mean, you know, I I haven't heard any countries pull out yet, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, sponsors are pulling out. I mean, people are just getting sick. You know? Well, you know, it wouldn't hurt them to uh, hold it off again. Yeah, you just know, hold it. Plus, you know, off. it would let that girl get a chance to run. You know. Oh, to share. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that ain't the only reason. I'm sure that I'm mm-hmm. saying that, but 
I just, I just. But don't. we all want to see her run, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and there are other great athletes in it as well in track and field. You know, we we like the Olympics and everything, but I don't like them enough to see people getting sick and you know yeah. from Corona. Right. <sighs> yeah. Well, I don't know what they're gonna do. I really don't. So. Yeah. It'll but be I mean, okay either way. I would like to see mind. the Olympics, but yeah. well, you know, they got to do something because it's the twenty six, isn't it? That's when it starts, I believe it is. Is that on a Thursday, next Thursday? I don't know, Shirley. Oh, they they got to make some quick decisions then. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, this happen. is serious. I mean, time is of the essence here. Yeah. yeah. Well, whatever it is, it'll be fine one way or the other. Just take consideration safety of the athletes and general public. Hey, listen, y'all, uh, that does it for us today. Y'all talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. Y'all stay in peace. Until then, we'll see y'all tomorrow. Bye. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 